Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. <laughs> we don't want to do proper starts, for goodness sake. Have we started? I don't know. I'll ring my jingle bell. It's Christmas, after all. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Greetings. Santa is here. Hello, Santa. Hello there. Nice to see you. Oh, don't. I've been doing it all week. Have Let you me got use my own voice. What? Have you got my coal? Hey, a proper... <laughs> Lots of it for you, dear, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Misses. We're here again, and you've been really busy. Well, let's just do the, the furniture first. Um, it's the middle of December, but this is the last show of the year, so we're going to be all festive, hopefully. And we've got a few festive kind of items on the show to make it a little bit festive. I've overused the word festive now, and now I've festively done it again. Festive. We're making it festive. <laughs> yes. Whatever works, dot works. Oh, it's show 199. 200 is coming. We're nearly there. Yeah. And it's going to be the new year. How about that? New year, yeah. 200. I like that. Fantastic. Whateverworks.works is our website. That's where you'll find all the stuff. Whatever Works MeWe Group is where we hope you'll come and join us and tell us whatever works in your life. And don't forget, we're now on YouTube Music. Hurrah! And YouTubes. If you get lost, you can find any links you need at tedsalmon.com and in the show notes. And aidenbell.com is where you can book him up for doing whatever you want him to do in the world of acting except not in the next two weeks because you've been really busy haven't you yes i have indeed i've i've rediscovered work (laughs) as as listeners probably know i'm i'm pretty much based at home these days taking care of my mother and working as and when and suddenly come the christmas season and i put the red suit on and it's just day in day out of oh merry christmas i hope you're having a lovely time or yeah at least it's more exciting than the highlight of my day being a trip to tesco (laughs) which is why we're recording on tuesday rather than wednesday because i'm off tomorrow to oh goodness i've got to be in south London at nine o'clock in the morning. Good grief. So I'll probably be up at five and out at six. Just go to a hotel and stay overnight. Yeah, but then I'll spend my wages (laughs) on a hotel. (laughs) Hey, it's Christmas. No complaints. How are you? I I don't know. I'll tell you the bit about it that I would really annoy me that I just couldn't deal with is is annoying brats that are overconfident that come and sit on your knee and you've got to be nice to them instead of whacking them around the head, which is what they deserve. (laughs) Do you know what? The funny thing is, it sounds so cliched and it is cliched, but I have to say it's absolutely true. When you look into the eyes of a small child who's seeing Father Christmas, your heart does melt and you do think, you know what? Screw the money. This is special. I'm making this child's moment here. And it it actually is worth it. And I know you want to put your tongue down your throat and throw up when I say that, but I swear to you it's true. (laughs) What I was, no, what I was going to say was, until they put a, 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 a banger down oh, well, yeah, your trousers, you get the... or they, they, they poke you in the eye Yeah, you get the idiots, and you get the older kids who come up and go, you know, oh, you're not real. Yeah, exactly. To which I say, well, are you real? And they say, of course I am. And I say, well, then I'm real too, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, you get, you get yeah. the... Every barrel has a few rotten apples in it, but it's well, well worth it for the, for the special ones. Yes, indeed. Um, now, the bad news, the really bad news <laughs> oh, yes. of the day... Is that your your lovely mug is in trouble? <gasps> my ember mug, my ember mug is dying. <laughs> yeah, I've got this fabulous heated mug, which I did consider as a contender for the best purchase that we're going to talk about later in the show. Um, yeah. the, the one that stays hot, it's got a battery built in and a heating element and it sits in a little saucer yeah. and charges in its saucer and that means I can make a cup of tea, I can put it down, I can come back half an hour later and the tea's still piping hot. I love it. It's dying. Um, it's not keeping its heat. When I've, I've, I've got the manual out and I've tried pressing the buttons and I've gone through the colour combinations, I can't get it to flash blue to link with my phone to check if it's something to do with a ridiculous Bluetooth connection that nobody needs anyway um i can't even get it 
All I can get it to do is to show a solid red LED, which means the battery is flat. Oh and when I put it on word. my... You see, nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about my Ember mug, but I may have to buy a new one, and it's over 100 quid. It's pushing. No, no. Send it back, because if it was 20 quid... Oh, I've had this thing forever, Yeah, it doesn't matter. If, you, if, if, it, if it was 20 quid, you'd say, fair enough, it's a cheap Chinese what's-it. But no, it's not. It's 130... Yeah, Ted, like, I've had this thing RRP for... RRP was 150 quid, wasn't it? Yeah, but I've had this thing since before COVID... It does matter. matter. They're going to say to me, I'm sorry, sir, the the, the MOT, the the guarantee ran out five (laughs) years ago. No, I may have to replace it. And I I think I will. I think I will allow myself the luxury of buying another one if it becomes necessary. At the moment, I'm still playing around with it. I have an amazing talent. Are you one of these people like me? I can touch gently a metal surface. And if there's power in there that's not properly earthed, I can feel it. Wow, can, you can just right. rub your finger very gently. I know people will... electro Yeah, people will know what I'm saying. <laughs> against a, a table lamp, or in this case, my ember mug. And if it's not actually fully earthed, and you don't electrocute yourself, I can actually feel a slight vibration, a slight current coming. That's weird. So I know it works. I know the charger's working because it's vibrating my fingers. But um, have, you seen, <clears throat> have, you, have you seen Better Call Saul? Who? What? Better Call Saul, a I TV have not. show. Is it, no, obviously you haven't. There's a bloke in that who's allergic to electricity, Ooh. and that's. It sounds like that's an. It, he's got a, a really severe um, case oh, of what right. you've got there. If there's electricity around, I thought it was a, a bit of a misdemeanor, a pr- misdemeanor, a pr- and um, and and a kind of made up thing for the show. No, but no, no. it's not. If you've got misdemeanor, that's you. Um, no. <laughs> that's the one. Um, yes. No, no, but listen, Steve Litchfield, if you're listening, can you tell me what it's all about? When I gently stroke a. a an, an, an electric light or any sort of any any metal fitting that's connected to electrical appliance that's got mains electricity running through it, um, I can feel a vibration in my fingers. There you are, the Christmas Indeed. miracle. <laughs> Talking about electricity and bulbs, have you noticed? I don't know, maybe it's just me, that this bulbs blowing all over the place. That they in my static. I don't think the electrics in the static are that shot, but. Bulb after bulb after bulb. Now, I know it's the time of year, probably, and the lights are on more often than they are in the summer. Fair enough. Um, but just bulb blowing. Have I you haven't, had actually, no. Um, are oh, you talking right, okay. good old-fashioned traditional light bulbs with filaments in them, or are you talking new LED bulbs? Mm, traditional. Yeah. No, but it must be a cold weather thing. I suppose if the bulb is very cold and you turn it on, it's likely to pop. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyway, so yeah, I, I, I mean, talking about that, it's getting dark at four o'clock here now. I, I did a, it reminded me of when I lived up in Fraserborough in Aberdeen, and like daylight was about four hours if you were <laughs> lucky. Um, I, I mean, I know I should move to Reykjavik or Vladivostok <laughs> yes, or somewhere. Sure. Anyway, I did, I did a, a bit of a run round on what the daylight hours are, and in Fraserborough, which I just mentioned, it's like seven fifty-seven till six twelve. That's all the daylight you get. Wow. North Wales here, not quite severe. It's 7.43 to 16.41. Hatfield I did for you, and it's 7.23 to 16.32. So obviously the further yeah. south you go, the, the more daylight you get. And in Chichester, where I used to live, it's 7.22 to 16.38. So, um, yeah, it, it makes a big difference, I think, because in the summer, the swing of... The 21st of December to the 21st of June in North Wales, it's like about six hours of, of um, from half past ten to half past four. Just amazing. It's no wonder people get depressed. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I noticed this the other day. I, I bought a Christmas tree, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And I brought it home at three o'clock. And I thought to myself, well, if I don't get this sorted out within the next hour, it's going to be dark. And it's only the middle of the yeah, afternoon. It yeah. does seem weird, yes. And the thing is, I suppose yeah, what you need to do is become a morning person and, and appreciate the daylight at the other end of the day. But, of course, people like you and me are just tucked up in bed Hang till that. 10 o'clock in the morning. Sod that, yeah. <laughs> Bollocks to that. I've done my time getting up at the crack of Yeah, dawn. I tell you what. I, I say um, let's just go back to 2000 and let me use <laughs> the supply of literally, I kid you not, of over 100 light bulbs I've got on the top of my wardrobe. Yeah, I, I went yeah, mad when they were yeah. all being phased out <laughs> and I was having my stubborn, I'm never going to use these stupid LEDs things phase i went out and bought dozens and dozens of electric light bulbs and they're yeah, all on my brilliant. wardrobe and i've hardly got any traditional light sockets left in the house i have moved over to leds despite my spitting and kicking and um, so if anybody wants a light bulb we can do a deal <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely. Yes, good shout. Um, anyway, yes, uh, light bulbs are the thing. Of, I think it, it goes with spider season. Spiders and light bulbs. Spiders and light bulbs and cold weather. And also, it's blooming windy. Windy. Blimey. <laughs> On some, Saturday night, Sunday morning, last weekend... I just gave up. You just get... in When you live in a static... I know I keep banging on about this. Sorry, everyone. But you, you just get shaken awake. My my whole bed, it, when the wind is gusting, it just shakes you. And and your whole body just... It's like someone coming along and just grabbing your shoulders and, and shaking <laughs> you awake. And as I say, on Sunday morning, I just gave up in the end. I And, and if I try and tell my family this, who live in a bricks and mortar house, of course, they they think I'm they think I'm making it up. <laughs> I tell you what, Ted, I'm going to see if I can rustle any of my contacts to find you a job as a weather announcer. I think that would suit you perfectly. <laughs> Mind you, I, I think I'd rather have that than all this than the blazing heat of summer. Or would I? <laughs> Dramatic pause finished. Dramatic pause. I, I, I feel I need to insert a jingle. Here, listen, I went to the cinema last night, ah. which it, you might say, yes, so what? Well, I go to the cinema about twice a year, so it's a bit of an event. There's yeah. a fabulous cinema I know very well. I don't know if anybody knows the Everyman chain of cinemas, and we have one in Barnet. And you get a big comfy couch with cushions, and you lie back, and they come and mm. they take your order, and you order your coffee, and a latte is brought to you mid-film. It's all very civilised. I saw wow. Wonka. The, um, the, the, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory prequel starring Timothy Chalamet, which was very enjoyable. I mean, it was neither great nor dreadful. It was just a very enjoyable, fun evening in the cinema, and I recommend it as a Christmas treat if anybody wants to see it. Mm. Very good. There was a mixed feeling on that um, in the Projector Room podcast, Plug Plug, last week, where um, Wonka was um, praised by some and vomited on by others. I can understand that, yeah, because, I mean, if you are a fan of the originals, plural, you might not be so keen on it. And I went in thinking, do we really need this yeah. film? But actually, it was very, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time and I came out happy and that's what it's for, Excellent. isn't Excellent. Well done. Tell me how much the ticket was with all that service. Uh, £17.50. <clears throat> <laughs> hey, it's Christmas. Well, twice a year, yeah. Talking of which, we, uh, we haven't got a jingle for this new section. Mind you, it's only a once a it's year. A, it's a once. Hang on, hang on. Fillers. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here we go. Stocking fillers, stocking fillers, stocking fillers, stocking fillers. <laughs> this is likely to be very silly. I just thought we'd do a little round of things we might have stumbled upon in our musings for the show. That could be a stocking filler. And the first one is a build-your-own Wallace and Gromit techno trouser kit. <laughs> That sounds like it'll fill several stockings. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 15 quid. It looks like it's quite quite good fun, particularly, I mean, obviously, for people that know yes. Wallace and Gromit and know the Techno Trousers episode. Um, it, when it's built, it's 30 centimetres high. It's made of thick-looking, su sustainable cardboard, so they say. Um, and yeah, that's it really. It just looks like it would be a lot of fun. Once you've built it, I suppose it wouldn't be that much fun. Well, unless you take it apart and do it again, I suppose. Um, but yeah, a nice little stocking filler. And stocking fillers, which used to be like a pound or two, 15 quid probably is the going rate, isn't it? Well, I bring you one from Daniel Bemis, which costs £21.70. And it's on Oink ah. Games. He says this is the Deep Sea Adventure. Uh, reviewer explainer on Amazon UK as Daniel doesn't go into the details. Doesn't go into the details. I've read this through. OK, well, here we go, folks. Aiden takes a deep breath. It says here, <clears throat> you all sink or swim together, but the best diver gets the gold. You're in a treasure hunting submarine, but you and your friends and your rivals all share the same oxygen. Of course, in a typical game mechanic, moving doesn't use up oxygen, but carrying treasure does. I have no idea what that means, but I guess people who play games will. The treasure is worth more the deeper you go, and it's easy to get down by hopping over your competitors. But beware, your yeah. movement is reduced by the number of treasures you are holding, and you are less likely to find others to skip over on your way up. Don't worry, though. If you don't die, you can run out of oxygen. 
you don't... Oh, if you don't die, you don't die if you run out of oxygen. You just drop all your treasures, which fall to the bottom of the pile. It's small, <laughs> robust box, simple components and easy to learn. Easy to learn? I'm sorry, Daniel, but I have no idea what I've just said. <laughs> it sounds very complicated, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit, yes. No to, no, to be fair, that's not Daniel's words. Okay. It, was, it was a reviewer in Amazon because Daniel didn't go into detail. Good, well, good um, move, Daniel. You, you, you made the right call there. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. And for but people I, who play games, I'm it sure does, that's a yeah. good Yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. And and the kit looks very nice as well. As that reviewer says, um, a nice little box. And um, if you look at the, the pictures, it looks like it's quite nicely put together. So probably worth £21.20. Uh, I tell you what's not worth £21.20, and it's not even worth the 11 quid it is, is a, a one-off joke oldie mug. I think we might have mentioned this before. So so for old, for people that go and um, uh, shop in Aldi, A-L-D-I, um, it's got this very distinctive sign that Aldi use. Um, and they some people have made a mug of... Because the, uh, I suppose the inference is that old people go into Aldi and they've, they've changed the spelling to O-L-D-I, stuck a, uh, um, a bastardised um, logo on the mug. And it's, you know, it's a one-off joke, basically. It looks like a horribly crappy uh, non-China mug. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I suppose it's aimed at people that want to have a one-off joke for 11 quid. Well, I think that was very tactless, mentioning mugs, when I currently have a cup of tea going stone-cold in an ember one. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I bring you the Mamola Magic Cube. It's a sort of <laughs> one-dimensional Rubik's Cube. Very bizarre. Imagine one-third of a Rubik's Cube. So you've basically got sort of nine little cubes together in a single one-faced clump as opposed to a cuboid 27 normal Rubik's Cube. Um, I never got into Rubik's Cubes myself, so um, I'm not really a Rubik's Cuber, but this just seems to be a sort of small version of them. And they seem to be selling it for kids. I mean, there's a picture on Amazon of two of one, one child who looks about one and a half years old playing with this thing. Um, Rubik's Cube for kids. One third of a Rubik's Cube. Very bizarre, but a, a stocking weird. filler, definitely. That's ever yes. so weird, isn't it? Um, and yeah, I I, I saw this review, um, this video the other day of someone showing how to do a proper Rubik's cube, get to to do the solution, and they made it look really simple. You you twist one way, then the other way, and then just keep repeating That's the, right, the yes. same movements, and it, and it and it does it in like a very very short time. Um, anyone can do it. Anyway, there you go. Have you seen these videos of the competitions where they do it in literally sort of one or two or three seconds? I mean, they pick up the cube and go, Bloom! and they put it down and it's done. And you just think, how the f*** did you do that so quickly, you know? Maybe it's the same the, the same theory. It's a, it's a formula that just works. Anyway, there you go. Um, now, do you remember um, when you were a kid, we, we used to get really amused by these little wind-up walker thingies and also jumping thingies. So you, 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 you press these things down. They've got a spring in the middle of them and there's a sucker on the bottom and then you wind it up and it starts walking across the table and then when the sucker runs out of suckiness, it bounces and flies up in the air. I found this one on Amazon, which you could buy eighteen of these if you've got a, if you've got a few kids, I suppose, and nine quid. So they're they're basically um, how much are they each? Fifty p each, uh, nine pound for eighteen. Yeah, that's right, fifty p each, and um, yeah, cute, absolutely. And I'm sure that <laughs> it comes back to my argument of what if you wanted one of them? Yeah, you've got to buy yeah, eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I do remember them being lots of fun. But then I, people's um, children's um, attention spans these days, they want to be on their bloody iPad. They wouldn't want to be using these, would they? Indeed. Indeed. Right, it's time for me to make up another logo. Are you ready for this? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the best item of 2023! Bing! Oh, I should have my bell here. I could have done a ping at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, right. Okay, my best item of the year of all of our Whatever Works shows. Thank you so much for everyone 
tuning in relentlessly to our drivel um, has to be <laughs> the Vespa, the, the Piaggio Liberty 50, my new moped. It's just superb. I love it. And it has still not failed to start yet. And I was out there um, saying to my to my dad about this the other day that definitely definitely we've had cold enough weather where the old one that i had even when it was new it would not have started absolutely no question at all it wouldn't have started this one first time every time however cold it is and i'm sure if it got down to minus nine like it was last year for a while it might be different but um it's just superb it's really nice it's nicely built as we said on the show before it's very stylish it's got the whole kind of italian look about it got bigger wheels it's just excellent and i'm really really pleased with it so i think overall that's probably my best item of the year how about you and it came in almost it just sort of crept in at the end of the year yeah, didn't it? yeah. excellent good to hear i'm glad it's worked out for you ted mine now <clears throat> i know people are going to be tired of even hearing me mention it so i'll be very quick but i'm afraid it has to be my sage the oracle espresso coffee machine that hey! i wax lyrical about so much on the show i'll keep it very brief now and just say <laughs> it was expensive it was i actually i mean you tease me about the cost how much did i pay in the end about 12 1300 i think for it yeah, which yeah. was a lot but as I always remember Steve saying from time to time on the phone show, if it's something that you treasure and you love and you caress and you use every day, then why not? And that's very true of the coffee machine. I use it yeah. two or three times a day, almost every day. It gives me great pleasure and I love my coffee machine. Lovely. And have you moved away from your standard, always the same coffee yet? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and and in and in turn, I, I I'd be tempted to add my um the, you know your old one which you sent over to me um because that that has completely changed the way in which I drink coffee absolutely mine's the the, the barista express um but a sage as well and I equally have spoken about it on the show many times but yeah they're just great I really really like them um and so yeah good shout for you for the year. And you're very welcome. <laughs> Have you noticed? I don't know if yours is the same as my one, your old one, but that coffee, um, what's it called? Hopper. That bean hopper thingy on the top. The thing you, you put, put the, the beans, beans into, yes, yes. Yeah. That is absolutely made to measure. I was saying in the group, I, is it a, 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 a marvel of design or a fluke? 250 grams almost absolutely to the bean if you put try and put one more bean in it the lid doesn't shut and if it's not arranged in a <coughs> in a dome the, the shape of the lid it doesn't close it's it's it just seems to be spookily amazingly designed is does yours do that exactly exactly the same and you have to put them in very very carefully and as you say you just get to, yeah it's as you've <laughs> described you have to put them in with care and you can just squeeze them in or some, sometimes i found i i couldn't and i had to i oh what a shame i have to make a cup of coffee and drink it to make space <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really good though. Those coffee machines are fantastic. I'm very pleased that you introduced me to to, to the Sage thing. Um, I would never have bought one for six hundred quid, but now I've got it. I I I, I do wonder if if it broke. I, I'm I, I do wonder if I try and find the money for a new one. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've, I've you've got the bug now. You see, you've tasted blood mm. or coffee. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a section coming up that still doesn't actually have a jingle and legitimately should. So I might look at this for next yeah. year. The feedback jingle. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Feedback and reviews and whatever people have been buying, really. Thank you for bringing those to the uh, MeWe group, everyone. My first one, as it's penguin time, I thought I'd get an ice cube tray. Everyone else buys ice cube trays in the summer, but not me. <laughs> oh, no. I spotted this one because I, was, I wanted to get some ice for my um, drink in the evening. And I, so I started looking on Amazon and I found this one and I can report that it's really, really good. It's called TechShare Ice Cube Trays and it comes with a box and a little um, shovely scoop thingy. <laughs> um, it says that it's food grade, um, but then, I mean, who knows if that means the same in China as it does here. I have no idea. You, the, the, the interesting thing about this one, though, is that the, the bottom of the trays are made of rubbery food grade soft stuff. Oh, silicone. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. And then you, so you, 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 you freeze the water in the two trays that are supplied. When the water is frozen, you turn it upside down and the lid of the box... 
um, has got these um, prodder thingies in them. And you push down the lid and it pushes the ice out into the box. And it works brilliantly well. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really good design. Hasn't failed to, to do what it's supposed to do yet. Um, and then once you've done that, I, I reckon that you can do about um, two lots of trays. So like about 100 cubes will go in the box. And then you can just use them from the box until you need some more. Really good idea. It, it's about... Well, at the moment, I got it for £10 something, but... Um, it's, I think the normal price is a bit more, but it's really, really good, ever so well designed, works perfectly well. You can also buy two sizes and different colours. Really, really good. Thoroughly recommended for those like me who are penguins. Fiendish, as you would have said if I had brought it. I, that's very clever, the way you can pop them out once they're done. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. sir. Ian Watson got an automatic refund from Amazon and wants to tell us about it. He says, I got a message from Amazon refunding me £3.23 of an order because following my ordering, it was following my ordering it during the Black Friday days, the price actually went down after Black Friday had finished. Uh, I was indeed surprised to get an automatic refund, but good for them. So I see the price actually came down after Black Friday and, they, and Amazon must have thought, oh, this isn't in order. He can't, we can't charge him too much and they refunded him yeah yeah that's, that's lovely really good, isn't it? that's very good because the only the, the only time i tried that which was not to do with black friday it was to do with the fact that i bought something and then the very next day it had been reduced to uh, to another price and i contacted amazon and told them and asked them and they made do you remember they made me send it back that's right I, I yes sa- i said to them what that, that is just mad you're going to make me send this back pack it up distribution, repackaging, all that eco-unfriendly procedure, send it back, and you're going to send another one out exactly the same in order to get the lower price. Don't you think that's mad? Yeah, that anyway, really is. I'm glad to see that they're doing something in that line. Yeah. Right, the talking of Amazon, I got an Echo Show 5 since the Ooh, last show. You're in bed with Alexa. Now... <sighs> Well, in bed is, is, is true because it's next to the bed. And <laughs> I, 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 don't, I just don't get this whole Alexa thing, really. I, I agree with you, I think. It's a bit irksome um, because uh, everything I've done up to now is with Google. Um, and I've got YouTube Music and it won't let me use that. And it wants to keep telling me to use Audible and use... Amazon Photos and Amazon Prime Video. Well, I have got Amazon Prime Video, video, so that can be useful, I suppose. Um, and I'm just kind of so plugged into Google that I'm struggling to find the ways... Uh, Amazon Music as well. Now, I have got some Amazon Music, and that's OK. It kind of works, but it's just uh, such a hassle. The only thing I would say is that um, the, uh, the, the key word is much easier than Google's. Um, it yes. always hears me, yes. and it works really, really well. Um so, uh, you you remember that Lenovo clock you kindly sent I over do. to me, which just didn't work at all <clears> with my network for some reason. Well, this works perfectly with the network. The, the, the trouble is, though, that I, I kind of, because I don't like talking to machines very much, I find it very awkward and difficult to do. I do try and use it, though. I, I, I ask for the weather in the morning, and uh, I'm not particularly interested in the news, but you can ask it random questions, like, what time does Tesco shut? And, and that's okay. Um but anything kind of deeper rooted, it seems to be... Anyway, this was reduced from 90 quid to 45, and I think it still is, actually. Um, is it worth it for the speaker and the clock? Because, actually, the speaker's quite good when you do get music running through it. Um, it would be nice if it had a 3.5 auxiliary plug in the back. Um, but, anyway, yeah, it, it's OK. Um, and, I, I, yeah, it, I... I don't know. I, you were saying the other day that you have got the similar feelings because you're so plugged into Google as well, but it's a bit awkward. Yeah, I mean, as you've been speaking, I've just been thinking, why did you buy this? <laughs> because you are a Google man through and through. I'm just wondering, yeah. what, what was it that, 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 that gave you the impetus to, 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 to just... Was it just the curiosity and you wanted to try it out? There, there was curiosity. It was on special offer and I thought, that's a really good price. And I'd heard a lot about them. I'd never tried them. And also, I wanted to see if it did the same as the Lenovo clock thing he did or whether my network was behaving. I see. Now, yes, I, could, yeah. I, I could send it back, but I, I don't think I will because actually I think it's worth it because it's a really nice bedside clock 
and I can use it when I need to for for things when I remember. Um, and um, yeah, I I guess yeah, I, I did actually. You know that um, what's that um, that speaker you sent over to me? Um, um, what's it called? Or something one. Oh Sen- yeah 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 um, the one that I bought from Dave Rich a long long time ago. Yeah, well, anyway, the, the, whatever it's called, um, I compared it with that. And of course, the sound isn't as good as that anywhere near because it's that speaker's huge. Um, but yes, but it works really well and it's fine. And it as a bedside clock, it's just great. And um, I so I won't send it back um, because it's quite pretty and it's quite nice. You have to go in and turn everything off, mind you. So by default, it's set to even show adverts on the screen so you're, you're looking at your clock and then suddenly it's turned into an advert them trying to sell you oh, something I would, and, hate I would hate yeah that. exactly but you can turn all of that off right. and, I, and i've got it to the point where it's just basically a clock and a speaker so that's okay i'm all right with it so you really could have bought a clock and a radio right <laughs> ian barton <laughs> brings us the vicopter bike light he says, "'Tis the season of new torches." It is, Ian. I'm about to rave about one. Ian says, "'I have a lot of torches, but not anything that is easy to clip to a cycle handlebar. I would like the same torch to fit easily in my pocket, so I can use it to see where I'm going when I wander around the farm at night, as well as on my bike." The Vic, the Vicop, the Vic Topper, sorry, Vic Topper, V-I-C-T-O-P-E-R. The Vic Topper seems to cover all my requirements. Unlike many other torches, it has a USB-C charging port. It has many different lighting modes and is IPX5 waterproof. I got it for twenty-two pounds at Amazon, but it's now twenty-nine. Um, oh no, it's back to twenty-two. It's back to twenty-two. So we, oh, it's even cheaper than Ian paid. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It looks jolly good. I mean, how many? One, two, three, four, five, eight. It's got eight LEDs in the front of that. Mm. So that's going to pack a punch. Very nice mm. looking thing. And if you can, I mean, that's that's a useful tool that you can have. For, you don't need a torch in your pocket and a torch on your bike. You can just swap one from one place to, to the. Yeah, yeah. And you can clip it to anything. You see the picture, the second picture down on the Amazon yes. page of, of it shining the, the road yes, in front. Yes, indeed. Looks Seriously really amazing, bright. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So well done, nice one, Ian. Thank you, Ian. Good well call. Well done indeed. Um, oh, I've got a rusty radiator which I'm I've sent off for some hammerite smooth white, as suggested by Jeremy Harpham. And I'll gloss over this really quickly because I, because it hasn't arrived yet. So when it arrives, I'll come back to that on a future show <laughs> and say and and tell you if it worked or not. You just made a lovely joke. You gloss over it. That's exactly what arr, you want to do. Arr, with arr, it, <laughs> Oh dear. You 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 bought a Christmas tree on the last show. I bought a Christmas tree. I do you know what I was I talked to somebody about this. We used to have a Christmas tree in the house when I was a teenager and a, and a child, of course. Uh, and that tended, I think we had one that came up and down from the loft, like a lot of people, a tired old plastic yeah. Christmas tree that came down every year. I don't think I've ever bought a Christmas tree. I said to my mm. mother this year, oh, you know what? I don't think I can be bothered to decorate. Would you mind if we don't put up any decorations? I feel so exhausted from Christmas anyway, <laughs> being Father Christmas every second day. And she said, no, that's fine. But then I just suddenly had a little inspiration and I thought I could plant a tree. My newfound love of gardens and gardening. I'm going to buy a Christmas tree. It was very hard to find one. I had to make lots and lots of phone calls. And in fact, in the end, I just stumbled on a garden centre that had one. And I bought a two metre Christmas tree with its root ball in a pot. So it's just like buying a regular tree from a garden centre. And I planted yeah. it. I brought this thing home. As I said earlier, I brought it home at three o'clock and I thought if I don't get it planted <laughs> soon, it'll be dark. And I did. And I planted this tree and I, I ordered some bog standard Christmas lights from our favourite shop online and put them on it. And I've got this fabulous little Christmas tree in the garden. And the point is, yes, it was £79, which you might say is a great deal to spend on a Christmas decoration for two weeks. And I would agree. However, a puppy and a tree are not just for Christmas. With a fair wind and nature willing, this is going to take and it's going to grow up to a metre a year. So next year I could be decorating a three metre Christmas tree in the front garden. It's in the front garden, so it's all decorated so I can show off to the neighbours. Look at my Christmas tree. And um, yeah, where there was no tree, now there is. And I'm very pleased. I've got a fir tree in the front garden. Someone will nick it. (laughs) You put lights all over it. I as put well. lights all over. You run a cable. I run a cable. Yeah, I've run a cable. I mean, it's twelve volt system, so it's no, no, no danger. I, I just run a right. cable out through the window, and obviously, I don't bother burying it or tying it down or anything because it'll only be there for another week. Um, yeah, and it's on a timer. Comes on at 
4.30 in the afternoon because it's dark, <laughs> goes off at midnight, and it's just some nice, bright, pretty Christmassy. Have you had any feedback? I have. The, um, I, I too. The postman liked it. I mean, we we know our postman, Julie. She's a lovely girl. And she, she actually saw me putting it up, and then later then she said, oh, I like your tree. You've done a good job. We had a random Amazon delivery. And you know Amazon are never there. The doorbell rings, and when yeah. the time you go to it, they've, they've legged it. They're in the van halfway down doing another delivery. <laughs> well, not this time. I opened the door to get my parcel, and I heard, nice Christmas tree, as he left. So <laughs> it's impressing even the Amazon <laughs> delivery drivers. Excellent. It does look really nice when it, you, you produced a dark um, picture of it with lit up in the show notes here. And it does look really nice. Um, yeah, yes, well, I have three well pictures. Done. One is just a hole in the garden with a spade and obviously in progress. And then there's a picture showing the tree planted in the daylight. And then, as you say, the third picture with the lights, which I'm very proud of. Thank you. There's, lo- there's loads of lights on I it. I think it's 200. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think the lights were 17 quid or something. I mean, you know what it's like these days. It costs nothing. Um, I think it's 200 lights. Wow. That's really impressive. You're very kind. They've got one of these timer things, so they don't just, they don't, they're not just on. They flash and they flicker and they go slow and they go fast and they go chasing and patterns and all this rubbish. I just put it on the, you know, do what you want setting and it does. Very good. Well, I hope your bulbs and light bulbs are, 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 are less confusing than mine. I tried to find a bulb this week for, as I was saying earlier about these bulbs blowing, my cooker yes. hood extractor light, it blew. And I went to Amazon to just order a new one to, to replace the blown bulb. And I couldn't believe the information about these different... But I'll read the one that I ordered in the end with the help of Chris Kelly and others in the group was the... Bon Lux 4 watt LED E14 2700K 40 watt T no no 40W um, T26 SES oh LEDs there twice I'll take that out that's a cheat but there's so many different um, you know um, letters and and naming protocols Um, Roger North also was helping Chris Kelly explained that um, you know, some of the things do mean things, didn't he? He did, yeah. And he came in with, um, which actually I must say I had learned through because of going through the same process as you of trying to work out what on earth's going on with all the new bulbs, that E means the Edison screw thread, which is named after Thomas Edison. Uh, and the 14 is 14 millimetres, so you get different Edison size screws at different sizes. He says the 240 means it's UK mains voltage. Yes, that makes sense. And it draws 20 watts of power. You see, it's all there if you know what you're looking for. S-E S, says Chris, stands for small Edison screw. Bleeding obvious, of course, he says. <laughs> yeah, when you know it is, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a two missing there. So the two, that 40W should have been 240W. Goodness. Yeah, well, I mean, I tell you what I want. I want a TOFLB, a traditional old fashioned light bulb. Thank you very much. 60 watt, 40 watt, 100 watt job done. <laughs> One thing he couldn't explain, though, was why on my existing bulb, which I have here, it also says E13. Anyway. Enough of that nonsense. <laughs> I, I, thanks to Roger and Chris, I was able to get um, you know the one I needed, and it works perfectly. And it's now a um, you know eco-friendly one instead of a, a traditional one. So hopefully it will last longer. Indeed. Now then, roll on the drums. If you remember me teasing about this headlight, and then you teased me because I was talking about a headlight. <laughs> I bought this headlamp torch <laughs> oh, yeah. that I mentioned on the last show, and I will just tell you briefly about it. It arrived. Um, it's an it's a Sorfim S O R F I. Sorry, S O F. I-R-N. Why are names so difficult to work out and pronounce? It's a Sofirn HS20 headlamp. And I have the SFT40 uh-huh. version there, don't you know? Um, it's a head torch. Um, as in, head torches were introduced to me first on this show by Steve Litchfield, who brought us a head torch that was fantastic and cost only six quid. And I had it for two or three years. I've still got it in the other room. And then I got excited the other uh, few weeks ago and just uh, had a session just, oh, I'm going to look up head torches. Did some research and fell in love with this thing. It's basically a small cylindrical tube, um, almost exactly the same size as a tube of Pritt stick glue, which I'm also holding in my hand at the moment. So if you know what a Pritt stick is like, it's like that. Um, and it contains, a, it's got a screw, a screw screw ending on each end. So it's a hollow tube with a screw at each end. One end, um, when you unscrew it, you're presented with a USB-C charging 
uh, socket. The other end, hey! yay, the other end, when you unscrew it, you are presented with a battery, which is a 3.7 volt, 300 milliamp battery. I can't remember the actual type of it, but it's a, it's a bit fatter and bigger than a double A, so it's a strange sort of battery, which was came with the thing. Um, and basically, this tube has two lights atop it, um, and they're quite small, actually, considering. Uh, I can't tell you about the battery life because I haven't had it long enough to test it, but the battery, is, the, the battery seems fine. I've charged it up and it's working fine. You have two beams, two lights. You have a wide one and a narrow uh, focused one. There's an on-off button. Each light has a button above it. Uh, so when you put your hand up on top of your head, you can easily feel the buttons on top of the lights. Uh, On-off, just press on, press off. And if you hold it, then it toggles through low, medium and high brightness. The narrow beam is the one that comes in two different iterations. There's the older HXP50.2 and the newer SFT40. <laughs> the differences, I really don't know. They're, they're discussed in huge detail in lots of online reviews that I looked at. Nerdy comparisons and tech specs to do with lumens and colour temperature and beam throw and God knows what else. Um, I just went for the one that was reviewed as being the brighter and the better and the bigger light. Ted it's like having a lighthouse on your head. It's just incredible. It's it's light. It's got a very nice strap that goes both round your head and over the top, and it's adjustable, so it's a very comfy fit. The picture you just drew my attention to uh, in a previous item of the um, the torch that um, you know the, the yeah. light torch, and you said, "Isn't that bright?" This is brighter. This is just. I can't explain it. I went outside. I think I told you this on the last show. I, I did a quick test. I went outside with the what I thought was the fabulous head torch that Steve found us. And I turned it on and I could just about see the back of the garden with it on. I turned this thing on. I could see beyond the back of the garden into the school field, of, you know, sort of 100 yards off. It's extraordinary. If you want a head torch, buy this. Amazon want £57 or £47, respectively, depending on the two different types that I spoke of, the nerdy differences between the two bulbs. I bought mine direct from Sorfin themselves from China. And with vouchers, I paid £25.28. And, and it arrived in about a week and a half. And yeah, I've got a head torch that's absolutely blown my mind. What more can I say? It's Christmas. Bright lights and sparkly things. And what do you use it for? I, you, I could tell. You see, the tone in your voice was like, all right, mate, what, what are you going to use it for? No, I do use it. I mean, I use it if I have to go out to the garden at night. I use it if I'm, I have to go into the garage and find something specific where the light inside the garage might not be enough. I use it very much for doing small jobs. If I've got to do a little fiddly screwing job or, you know, repairing a pair of glasses or doing some sort of epoxy resin gluing job that I want some extra light or if I'm under the table around the back of my computer trying to find where to plug something in. Useful for all of those things. I've actually found it's so bright. <laughs> I was going to swear, but it's Christmas. Oh, what the hell? It's Christmas. It's so bright <laughs> that I actually have to use it on the lowest setting for some instances. If I'm doing close up work and I need some bright extra illumination, I can't put it on the full brightness because it just reflects back into my eyes and it's too painful. <laughs> I think the I think that the the nerdy geeky bit comes in where people wear them routinely when they don't need to. Oh yeah, to. yeah. Um, if you're if you're a plumber and the the electricity's gone off at the same time and you then obviously this is going to be absolutely brilliant to to be able to do a job like that or you you're putting up a Christmas tree and it it gets dark. Yes, the there you are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say th thank you for that because I think in my favour I would only wear it for such things. I'm I'm not that you. Know, the guy who yeah. wears sunglasses indoors because it looks cool. No, that's I'm, I'm yeah, not part yeah, of that yeah. brigade. I would put it on for for use, but I do I, I do I do need it. I mean, I also it's only twenty three quid, so twenty five. So to be honest, it wasn't even a lot of money. But now that I have it in my hand, I probably would have paid Amazon's fifty seven for it because it really is a lovely bit of kit. And also the word we used a lot, or I used a lot on the last show, heft. It has a heft to it. It has a build quality yeah. to it that says to me, this isn't just cheap made in China going to fall apart in a month. I think it's going to stand the test of time. Excellent. Thank you. Well, I'm very pleased for you. I wonder who bought it. Oh, a real jingle. <laughs> <laughs> About time too. Uh, right. Thank you, whoever bought the Morucha pass case wallet which actually looks really nice it's i mean it's basically a wallet but it looks like a nice one it's made of real soft leather it's got an rfid um thingy blocking anyone nicking your 
card details. Oh, yes. For the, those that still carry cards. It holds, holds eight cards. It's got a window for ID, photo, or driving license, or whatever. Um, yeah, soft leather with a popper for opening, um, the, you know, for opening it up. Two banknote can. can compartments and also i mean there's a picture of someone putting change loose change in one of the pockets inside i'm not sure if i would do that because it would make it too bulky i think but nice little thing comes with a gift box 30 quid um and for real leather i think that's really nice so um good shout indeed whoever bought it and thank you for that that um, got me some pennies which you can all do um, I don't know who's bought the thing, but I do know that it has been bought by someone. Um, if you buy via tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK, then I get some pennies. And thank you for that. And yes, the wallet looks great. Isn't it a shame that Amazon don't sell houses? <laughs> thank you for that random comment. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because houses are very, 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 very expensive. And if somebody bought a £500,000 oh, house, right, you could... Right. <laughs> Duh! Right. Good morning. Keep up at the uh, back, please. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> OK, I'm with you now. Sorry. Yes, that would seem me right if someone bought a house. You're absolutely right. Next jingle. Heads, top tips. Heads, top tips. Heads, top tips. Gift cards, okay, not 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 greetings cards, but gift cards from shops. Some top tips on that. Sometimes retailers go bust. There's very little you can do about it to get your money back. That's, so, yeah. in other words, be careful about who you buy gift cards from. Um, also, gift or cards. Or just spend them quickly if you get one. Go straight <laughs> well, to the shop and spend it. <laughs> that's one of the points. Yeah, um, they got expiry dates, so beware. Um, beware also of admin fees. Now, I didn't know this one. Some companies will begin reducing your balance if you don't use the card within a certain time frame. And the example that's thrown out is one for all. Um, and they apparently deduct 90p a month from your balance once you've had the card for 18 months. Now, I'm sure most people would spend it within 18 months. But just to be aware of that, that they do nick an admin feedback if you don't use it in time. Admin for what? Well, what exactly. are they doing? <laughs> Exactly. Um, your recipient, if you give them to, to the person, of course, physically, the physical problem is they could lose them or forget to use them, as we just said, lose them, delete the email if it's an email kind of code or accidentally put them through the washing machine. So, um, you know, be careful about that as well. If you if you do receive one, particularly if it's a physical card, Um and, you know, I think one of the suggestions really is that we, when we had, we used to have a, an employee of the month thing at work and we had this um, set up with this company called Love to Shop and Love to Shop vouchers cover a whole bunch of different um, outlets. So if one shop went bust for example like i said earlier then it would be um it wouldn't be a disaster because there's about 15 other shops yes. in the in the group that works and love to shop love number two shop love to shop um they we found them to be really really good and people like getting them and they had a good um a good round of stuff going on stuff going on um Oh, yeah, returns windows. Um, this is my next tip. When buying, make sure you take into account the time between the purchase and the opening time of a present because <laughs> it might ah. be outside the returns window. I remember one year we bought this Chromebook for someone um, and it was in the sale in October. And then suddenly we realised about a month later that by the time the person opens it at Christmas, the <laughs> return window have gone and quarter of this, the year's warranty has gone as well. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> So be careful about that one. And this is where Amazon wins, of course, because the November, December, January three-month return window is just so hard to beat. And, you know, kudos to them. They do that really well. They do, and it's just so infuriating how Amazon just keep doing that. Play another jingle. Still using, still I am still using, or I should say we, because it's my mother's purchase, are still using six DeLonghi radiators that we bought. Now, you remember my big tale. I can't remember whether it was last winter or the winter before. My big tale of, of the house and how our ceiling heating had packed up and I had oh, to get yeah. radiators for the house and I went through the whole business of working out the best ones and purchasing them and yeah. talking about them on the show. Um, 
and, you know, Alzheimer's rocks. I'm not quite sure whether it was last year or the year before, but whatever it was, um, they're doing well. They're serving us extremely well. Um, I bought six DeLonghi radiators and I think it was 800 and something quid for them all, uh, which is a lot of money. But I mean, it's to heat the house and take care of my mother. And they've served us extremely well. Uh, I bought four large size and two small size. I can't remember exactly the details now, but I'm sure we can put a link to them. I found a similar one of the same family on, on Amazon. And as I speak, I can see you're frantically typing in our recording notes. It looks <laughs> as if you found them here and there and everywhere. So thanks for that, Ted. <laughs> And they've served us extremely well for, well, one or two years or even three yeah, yeah. by now. Um, so well, indeed, that I have forgotten because they just, you know, they've become part of the home and uh, they're all on timers and they come on and they go off as they should and they heat the house beautifully and the electricity bill is much better than it used to be. So happy all round. You got a deal, didn't you, on a... a, a, a... A special financial deal? No, it wasn't a deal. No? I mean, I oh, bought okay. eight at once. No, the, well, the deal was, and this is interesting when you think of the way Amazon drivers behave, they left them on the doorstep and didn't ring the bell and oh, went away. And yeah. I came to the door and found the radiators on the doorstep, all safe and sound, and brought them in. But I was a bit peeved and I sent them an email saying, luckily for you, I found these before the local thief yeah. did. And they, yeah. surprisingly, and gold star to them, they wrote back and said, yes, that was our bad. May we offer you a 20% refund or whatever yeah, it was. Right. I yeah. can't remember. Um, because we've screwed up. So good for them. Excellent service. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But they do look nice, and um, yeah, very very nice radiators indeed. One hundred and forty-four quid each at the moment. Um, yeah, the, I mean sure they, they they come in all kinds of different flavours, and the one yeah. that I've linked to is is of the same family, but there are various yeah. variants available. Very good. Now, um, my Pakator China mug is still going. That's hey. what I'm still using with a festive feel for our items here. And that mug is seen on many, many, uh, whatever works, MeWe post. Because <laughs> I, I so often use it as a prop. Um, and I, I must have had this mug for, like, it's got a, a picture of a snowman on the front. And I really, really like it. It's my favourite mug. It works perfectly with my size of um, cappuccino for the um, for the Sage uh, coffee machine. I must have had it for 10 or 15 years now. And uh, I, I do fear breaking it. Um, I did find one on... Um, on, on on Amazon that was uh, um, the same Pakator make, but not that design. However, you did find some one somewhere, didn't you? I found it, yes, because you were bemoaning that you couldn't get it, and I did manage to find a website. I forget now. I think they didn't have it in stock at that time, but it wasn't That's saying right, it was yeah. actually gone, so they might. And also, now that we, through through the Pakator, we managed to find out the name of the artist, so yes, I'm sure right. some really diligent web search would probably find it somewhere. Indeed. So if it did break, I could get another one. I just I just like it so much. It's my favourite and I am still using it and it's very festive. So I thought I'd bring it to this show. Merry Christmas. And my cheapest chips is a T-shirt. No, actually, this T-shirt hasn't arrived yet. It's supposed to be arriving today. Um, it's a Merry Christmas, you filthy animal T-shirt. Everyone else was getting, <laughs> everyone else was getting Christmas jumpers, and I thought jumpers never fit me. If I if I ordered a Christmas jumper, in, inevitably it'd be too small for me. So I I found the biggest Christmas T-shirt instead I could find on Amazon, and it's five XL and it's eight ninety nine. Um, so it is cheap as chips. And um, I'll, I'm, I'm assuming that it'll be fine. I'm sure the letters will come off when you wash it. In fact, it says on the listing, dry clean only, believe it or not. <laughs> dry clean only a T-shirt. So <laughs> inevitably the letters are going to come off. Um, but anyway, it will be a bit of fun for the festive season. And um, that's my cheapest chips. 5XL. How can I say this without sounding rude? Not that fat. I mean, five XL sounds like you get Yuan Pavarotti in there. Yeah, the the the, the, X, <laughs> the the sizing on different companies is so incredibly yes, different. Yes, yes. I've got a pair yeah, of we have um, trousers. That, I've got a pair of trousers which are seven XL, and from another company they would be like three XL. You, you you you've just got to try these things and 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 make your own mind up from when they arrive, and then hopefully learn from different makes. I remember shopping with my mother to get her some trousers, and she needed, and we bought two or three pairs in the end. And I think one of them was a size eight, and another was a size fourteen. 
from the same purchase for the same person. It's just different uh -huh. makes just have the most yeah, wildly yeah. different ideas of sizes. Mad. Mad. Mad! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I want one, I want one, I want one. I want one of those. Would you like a pecker to play with? Oh, yes, please, Would you like Michael. a laser pecker pro laser engraver pecker to play with? Oh, uh, if you yeah. would, you're going to need 369 pounds. This wow. really does, again, fall into the absolute category of I want to play with one, but I certainly don't want to either own or let alone purchase one. It's an engraver. It's basically a, a, a probably pretty low and poor quality engraving, a, a laser engraver that's held up on a sort of three tripod. It looks a bit like something from a science fiction film, a tripod that this thing sits on. Basically, it's pointing down at the ground. So you put underneath it your beer mat or your phone or your friend's <laughs> finger that you're holding. Not your phone, surely. <laughs> well, I mean, your phone, the back of your phone, I was thinking. Oh, right. um, uh, yeah, sorry, not the front of your phone. Anyway, and, and theory has it, just like James Bond, uh, this laser goes and actually physically engraves into, you know, the wood, the plastic, the paper, whatever it is. Or paper will probably catch fire. But you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, I oh. haven't looked into it in detail. But you can engrave, you can permanently etch lettering into things using uh, laser engraving. Letters or, or indeed basic artwork as well. Um, looks like a lot of Amazing. fun to play with for yeah. a morning and then say, OK, that's enough. Thank you. I've ruined no, no, several I'm, items. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. You, you could create some really nice art with that. I, I'm really impressed with that. And my, my, my mind immediately went to what could possibly go wrong and yes. you know what, you know what I'm going to say if you put your hand under it you know yes some of them some of them have got gates around them to make sure you can't put your hand under it but can you imagine if you put your hand under it I, I can imagine and I don't want to and I'm a little bit concerned because looking at this as I say it's got these three fairly flimsy looking tripod legs holding it up what if you were mid engraving and you went to pick up your coffee and accidentally knocked it over and it and it pointed straight at your face yeah, for exactly. instance or maybe people who use them for for spotting aircraft with a laser. Yes. I, anyway, I don't know. The, the the point is though that I think you're right. The 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 idea looks absolutely fantastic. It'd be great fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I mean, I mean, the examples they're showing here are more, you know, a wallet. I mean, a, a leather wallet that's got a picture yeah, engraved on yeah. it, or or, or a, a chopping board that you can engrave the fish onto, for instance. You know, meat, fish, whatever. Yeah, lots of fun to be had if you've got three hundred and sixty nine pounds to spare. Less ten percent. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'll have one immediately then. <laughs> what have you got? My my whatever. I want one of the whatever. I want, I, I, I want one of those. That's where we are. I want one of those. You've been on the Christmas spirits already, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it involves uh, wishing that I smoked cigarettes again, really, because it's a Zippo lighter, and I love the Studio Ghibli um, films, particularly Spirited Away, and mm -hmm. they Zippo have gone into cahoots with Studio Ghibli to produce a Zippo lighter with Spirited Away stuff on it. Um, it would mean nothing to anyone unless you were into those films or if you really like Zippo lighters. I used to love my Zippo lighters back in the day. I remember um, in the early days... Smelled... Sorry, Ted, to interrupt. I was going to say, in the early days of the show, I remember listening to you and Dave and you yeah, would often talk yeah. about Zippos. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. And they, no, 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 it's fine. And, and they, they, what I was going to say was they always smelled of petrol. And when you <laughs> yes. put, put them in your pocket, it, your, your clothes end up smelling of petrol. Really yes. dangerous stuff in a sense. But, um, yeah, really, I loved Zippos. And, and there's a way of learning how to use them by lighting it with one hand yes. and then twisting it around and opening it. And I, and I did get that once. And, yeah, anyway, yeah, my, my, I want one of those is this. I've no idea how much it is. Um, but I would imagine it won't be that much, maybe about 30 quid or something. I've never smoked. Uh, I've never certainly used uh, the light, oh, I've, but I have come across these lighters before. And I guess over the years, Zippo must have had literally hundreds and hundreds of designs because yeah, occasionally yeah. I've come across, you know, goth designs and Dungeons and Dragons and that sort of thing and bikers designs. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's apparently a shop in Japan, in um, Tokyo, I think, called... Donguri Kaiwakako. <laughs> oh, that, yes, the, uh, I know it well. The official store of Ghibli goods. And um, it'll be great to, to, to go there one time and see all the the, the, the hooks into the films because um, there's loads of lovely um, Studio Ghibli films. Recommended if you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out. 
Right, now I know it's Christmas and all that, but we've still got to visit the dreaded room. Do you remember a little while ago I was whinging about um, buildings that don't have numbers? You'd look for Ted Salmon House oh, yeah, and then you'd be driving yeah. up and down a road or you might find it's a one-way road and you can only drive it once and you're trying to find Ted Salmon House and thinking, why don't they just give it a ruddy number? Yeah. Well, my other whinge of a similar ilk came to the fore <laughs> recently. My mother, um, now I know you also disapprove of Christmas cards, sir, but my mother and her yeah. friends are very keen on the cards and they deliver cards to each other and I took my mother on a slightly traditional by now um, drive around the estate to pop Christmas cards through the houses of the friends that she wanted to deliver cards to. Lovely. I tell you what, there was not one single house out of the, I would say, eight, ten, possibly twelve houses that we visited that had lights on or that had their number displayed outside. And I've, I've noticed this many times in my life and it's often, it's one of those things that's often nerked me. You drive down a road in the dark, you cannot see house numbers. Every Tenth house, you might catch a house number. Ah, right, that's 15, and I'm looking for 37, so I need to go this way, and it's on this side of the road. And it's so hard. And then, w luckily, of course, most of them are houses where my mother knows the people, and we knew which house to pull up at anyway. But sometimes we didn't, and I found myself walking up and down the road looking for the numbers, and sometimes having to walk right up to the house and sort of peer to, into the door to see what the number was. And then the second whinge, perhaps a, a bigger whinge, is that... The houses are not lit. People don't seem to have lights outside their house. I know a lot of houses, such as us, have automatic lights that come on as you approach yes. them. But many don't. And I found myself walking with great trepidation because people have steps and slopes and plants sticking out and, and various and drains. Christmas trees. Christmas trees and pipes that you might trip <laughs> ass over tit over at any moment. And, you know, I said to my mother, you can tell your friends because you're not blaming anyone particular. You're telling them as a group nobody on the estate has their house number properly displayed or lighting to allow people to safely reach the house or leave it again. It, it just seems bizarre. Um, we've got wonderful lights, which I've talked about on the show. I've lit up our pathway. I've lit up our steps. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got a runway, haven't you? I've got a wretched runway on one side of the house <laughs> for the car. But it just seems... It seems to me bizarre. It's it's just sort of obvious to me that you should light the front of your house so people can see it. And moreover, put the number of your house out so when people are coming to visit you, you don't have to say, oh, well, it's very hard to find. It's the third house after the lamppost on the corner and don't trip over the, you know. Yeah. There we are. Room 101, please. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I do agree. Um, maybe what you should do is get your mother with Google Maps open, which will show her what the numbers are as you pull up outside. Um, but, but yeah, all, all joking aside, um, you're quite right. It should be something that people do. Right. Well, thank you. And as it is Christmas, we shall now transition to the opposite end of the scale. <laughs> That's your meteor, your your apex. Indeed, your, yes. Your 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 jingle of all jingles. Perhaps I should turn it into a twelve-inch single and yeah, release it yeah. next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, just just one quick one for a gold star lollipop printers. Um, for sending me a large tin of Quality Street. You you know that I'm the editor of a um a magazine for the area I used to live in in Chichester. Yes, indeed. Um, they they just out of the blue sent me a tin of quality tree and it, it was just so nice of them. But the main thing really is that they, over the years, they've served us really, really well and I just wanted to give them a shout out. I know it's a bit of a long shot, but they've got outlets in Brighton, Crawley and Chichester. Um, anyone living in that area, I recommend if you want something printed, they're good, reliable and they've, as I say, they've served us well and their prices are really good. Um, sounds like an advert. It wasn't supposed to be, but um, the lollipop printers um, have done a really good job and they look after us very well. Yeah, I mean, the cynic would, of course, say, oh, well, they just want to make sure they get your custom next year. But I think it's more than that. I think it's part of just saying we enjoy working with you and we're grateful to have you as a customer and we yeah. want to show you that. So, yeah, definitely. Indeed. Right. Is that it? 
Uh, it is. Um, but before we go, what we'd like to say, and we've spoken about this off air, is that we'd like to do we'd like to do a a PSC five hundredth edition kind of thing where we invite people to send in audio clips. You're an absolute maestro with um, plugging audio clips into the the show with your jingles and the, the marvelous job you do every single show to make it all sound great fun. Oh bless you! You're on the nice list. <laughs> Why? We thought that on our 200th show in the new year, you could send, dear listener, uh, a two-minute... No, not two-minute. One minute? 30 seconds? <laughs> one minute. Three and a half oh, seconds, oh, what, maximum. Two minutes. <laughs> a very short audio clip of something that, you know, whatever works in your life, and we'll plug that into our show. If you want to kind of um, talk about the fact that, you know, how great we are for getting to 200 shows, you can do that. Send in your audio clips to either myself or Aidan's email address and we will try and plug that, or Aidan will try and plug that all in together, won't you? Yes, indeed, as you say, Ted. Anything that you might want to bring to the show in terms of reviews, but not only that, if you just want to... If there's anything you want to get off your chest, if there's anything you've always wanted to tell us, well, now is the chance. (laughs) And, I promise, I'll mix it in mono. <laughs> so if you don't know how to do that, then you don't need a professional microphone. Oh Lord, no! Just everyone's got a phone. Yes, yeah. Just just um, make a, an MP3 on your phone and send it in. Um, everyone knows my email address. If you don't know Aidan's, um, we'll make sure you do by hook or by crook. I think we are there now. So um, back in two weeks, which will be the new year. So we better say Happy New Year as well, haven't we? Absolutely. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to one and all. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a hope you have a great time. And yeah, um, here, here's to a fantastic 2024 where I predict we'll have world peace declared at last. And also, I think I said somewhere else, the medics will declare that copious amounts of alcohol are good for you. I've got to tell a quick story that's just popped into my head, Ted. I remember Jasper Carrot being interviewed many, many years ago and he said a radio station asked him what he wanted for Christmas and he said he wanted um, something like a bottle of whiskey and a pair of bedroom slippers. And then the pro, then the, 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 the feature actually went out and everyone was saying, I would like peace in this country and I would like to help children here and I would like an end to cancer. <laughs> And then Jasper Carrot's voice came on saying, I want a pair of bedroom slippers and a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> it made me laugh. Happy Christmas, everybody. <laughs> hey, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Back in a fortnight. Toodle snips. One last thing to say. We can't let it go without that. And as always, don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works. works. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs>